Wealth Within offers a range of investment and educational services to help you secure your financial future. Whether you're an aspiring trader or simply want to increase the strength of your portfolio, Wealth Within are dedicated to maximising your investment returns. Welcome to Talking Wealth. I'm Janine Cox, Senior Analyst at Wealth Within. Today I thought I'd talk a little bit about the property market given that we've seen interest rates fall again. Um, the cash rate went to 2.5% um, over the period of the last uh, 18 months or so. We've seen quite a number of cuts by the Reserve Bank and the banks have followed suit on most of those. Of course, there is a margin that they've kept for themselves to um, help secure up their own bottom line. The interesting thing that I was looking at is that auction rates have actually, the clearance rates have actually gone up over more recent months and when compared to, say, 12 months ago, the market, the real estate market is saying that um, we're up more around the 60 or 70% mark, whereas a year ago it was back around 55%. So that's something interesting to note. But what typically happens when you've got a lower interest rate climate or lower interest rate period on our market is that there will be a day of reckoning. And that's always the concern is because people tend to overcommit themselves. So while we've got a situation where interest rates are so low, people can um, decide to buy that bigger house because they can afford a bit more or they um, decide to get all the bells and whistles um, and extend their credit situation. Now, I think that investors need to really, investors or home buyers, first home buyers, really need to think seriously because if you look at the what happened to the cash rate over the history and you can go onto the Reserve Bank's uh, website and get the information and you can go right back to the 1960s and have a look at where the uh, cash rate has gone and how much it's fluctuated and it can move quite dramatically and in a very short space of time when the RBA decides to pull those levers to make some changes and if the situation were to start heating up a bit um, they could very easily do that so it's nothing to say that interest rates rates couldn't rise by half or 1% um, in the next 12 months or even more. So it's something to think about when you're actually doing your calculations and working out exactly what you can afford. I was reading an article about what's going to happen in 70 years time and what property could be worth and on calculations that were done by this organisation, they worked out that in 70 years' time we could be paying $34 for a loaf of bread, which I found quite fascinating, and that a home could cost around $12 million. They also made note of that if you looked at what happens roughly every seven years, if a house price doubles seven to ten years, then it could be something in the order of $500 million that the average property is worth. So doesn't that blow your mind a little bit? And one other thing I read which I wanted to really share with you, which I found quite fascinating, was that um, Swedish um, people, when they buy homes apparently, and they've got a mortgage, um, that, that they pass it on to the next of kin. So can you imagine if um, you said to your kids when you got to a certain age, you decided to retire, that kids, it's time for you to take over the mortgage. And this was like a sort of a family tradition of something that just happened. And the kids would assume the debt. Now, can you imagine the YGEN's? today and their reaction um, to that. Of course, they want all of your, um, you to leave all of the good stuff for them, and but not the debt. So um, something, food for thought perhaps. But it's interesting that in, in Sweden, they, they're putting some policies in place. Well, they've actually made some changes, I think, in 2010 to try to um, improve the situation because the average time to pay off debt on a property could be 140 years. And, um, you know, that just blows your mind, doesn't it? In years gone by, perhaps if you were to look back into the 70s or maybe in the 60s, that 
back then the banks would have wanted something like 30% um, equity from the, the borrower. But in the lead up to the GFC, there were people were putting down no equity or only 5% and um, buying the um, the insurance bonds um, to cover themselves in the event something went wrong or to cover the bank rather in the event something went wrong. So look, it's amazing how things change and um, the, the fascinating thing is that um, property has been a very good investment along with shares and you can use your share market investments to help you pay for your property investments uh, because the share market can be a really good means of cash flow. So looking at the property market at the moment, well, who knows what will happen in 12 months' time, but perhaps just consider that the interest rate situation may not be the same as it is today and, and just be mindful of that one. This is very topical at the moment, given that a lot more people now are starting to look at property and, and shares. I hope you enjoyed my talk today. I'm Janine Cox, Senior Analyst at Wealth Within. Bye for now. Talking Wealth was brought to you by Wealth Within. To learn how you too can maximise your investment returns, call 1300 Share Trade.